With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. W-T-L-H It's time! W-T-L I think we got a show. Oh yeah, we got a show. W-T-L and welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by Jabron. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the Parlay Pounder. You got it. We're back in the lab. Yes, sir. The the mighty traveling, yeah. might I add, yeah, Parlay yeah, yeah. Pounder. <laughs> you, you've been putting on the miles the last couple I have weeks. Been, yeah. Losing money statewide, <laughs> state state to state, any anywhere that there's a football game, we're going to it. So it's been a lot of fun. But I'm ready for, you know, yeah, just yeah. to just a couple Nebraska things here to keep keep my head around Lincoln. So like you said, we're we're back in the lab. Happy you're home. Happy everybody had safe travels there. <laughs> yep. I did notice in Wisconsin, one of the games you were at, they yeah. had a big old uh, gaming advertisement within the stadium, uh, Ho-Chunk. Yep. And those guys are partnered with Warhorse, or they're behind Warhorse in Lincoln and yep. Omaha. So it's like, ah. So notice that as well. Yeah, they at got like that. Green Bay Packers Stadium. They, uh, uh, funny, another state's just a little further ahead than Nebraska. Yeah. But we're catching we up. We are we're catching up. right there. We're going to be able to do it some point. Yes, we will. Well, it's sports betting's legal now, and a yep. couple books are open, and I think mobile betting's on its way. It is. I, I really it is. do. It's coming down the line. Should we get right into that Thursday night game? Let's do it, NFL. Yes, sir. It's on Amazon Prime. The Seahawks taking on the Cowboys, and the Cowboys, big-time favorite here. Yeah. I'm looking at a square nine points on a lot of books, I, nine and a half on it, a, a lot of others. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and this line, I think it opened at around nine, and it hasn't really moved much. Everybody's feeling pretty good about Dallas. Yeah, no doubt about it, Andy. The Seahawks, on the other hand, are looking like a more and more like a team yeah. that's starting to fall apart. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, Their defense isn't good enough to trust on the road. Yeah. On the other hand, the Dallas Cowboys have put together one of their best stretches of the season. Yeah. While you could argue about the lack of recent competition, they've also eh. won and covered in three straight double-digit spreads. That's yeah. unheard of in the NFL. Yeah. The Cowboys have covered five of the last six games overall. Thick number here, but I, I, the Seahawks just don't move the needle for me, Andy. The Cowboys ride the wave of momentum four straight in a row. If you can get it at nine... I feel good about you it. You like the nine? You nine don't and a like half hook. hook is a little bit is a little weird for me, but I do believe the Dallas Cowboys can win yeah. this by two scores. Probably mm. going to be able yeah. to cover nine, nine and a half. All so right. I, I'm taking Dallas here. Well, and I do think we need to give Dak some credit. That no last doubt. game, he was on fire. 22 of 32 for 331 yards, four touchdowns. Zero, zero interceptions in that forty-five to ten blowout of the Commanders. Say what you will, like you said, you already kind of talked about the competition. That's a divisional game. Yeah, no doubt. And it usually goes down to the wire between those two teams, For regardless sure. of what type of season either one's having. <clears throat> and what I mentioned, the touchdown to interception ratio there. Last four games, Dak is on pace. He's thrown ten touchdowns to only one interception. That's great. If he can just keep taking care of that football, uh, I think they're gonna. I, I. If I had to bet this one, I'd probably take Dallas as well. I yeah, think they can cover that nine. No doubt about it. I think I think it's an easy bet towards Dallas here. It's just if if you can get that hook lower than lower than nine and a half, yeah. ten, definitely do that. What about that total set at forty seven? It's been bet down just a little bit here. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, a lot of people are scared that the Seahawks can't score the points that yeah. they need to to help out Dallas yep, here. Yep. I do believe that probably the over is the play, just because I do believe Dallas hmm. is rolling with the points right now. I believe that they're going to put over thirty. Points up on the board themselves yeah, here. So they have been. I, I, I really like the over here, uh, especially with Dallas uh, rolling. Uh, Seahawks still have those playmakers on the outside with they Tyler do. Lockett and DK Metcalf, so yep. they can score. Uh, you know, uh, a lot of people are looking the other way with Kenneth Walker getting hurt. They have to bring in their yeah. uh, backup running back. So I, I yeah. like the over here. Uh, might sidestep it, but if I had to play it, it's the over. 
Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah, you can see you can see a way for that, especially since uh, the the public money is betting it down. You're yeah. kind of zigging where Evandale's zagging. For sure. That's the way I do it. Uh, that's how you got to do it, right? <laughs> <laughs> and that you know, Seattle. You talking about going in the wrong direction there? Yeah. I was kind of watching some live betting that their game last week against yeah, the Forty yeah, yeah, ers yeah, yeah. Blowout. You know, thirty-one thirteen. And you could say San Francisco actually took their foot off the pedal. They definitely did. But that in game at the at kickoff, the the win percentage, uh, yeah, you know, yeah, the, the tracker. Right, right. They had a seventy four percent chance to lose at kickoff. Yep. It quickly rose up to like ninety three percent in the second quarter, and it never got lower than that. In nope. fact, it was ninety nine seven, ninety seven, ninety eight percent most of the way through the fourth quarter. Yep. It's it, just it's unbelievable. Yeah. That's a that's a good team that they're playing, but yeah, yeah. it just seems. That that uh, they're not quite the team that they thought they were. Uh, Gino doesn't seem like he's the quarterback that they were promised no, last I year. I don't think so. Should we move on to a noon kickoff? Yeah, Sunday, let's do it. Getting let's to do Sunday. It. I'm ready. The Dolphins. This is going to be on Fox. Yeah. Dolphins are taking on the team we just talked about here. Mm-hmm. Washington. Washington, nine and a half point dog at home. This is unbelievable in the NFL when we're seeing lines like this. And home dogs. Yeah. Like this, but for good reason. We just talked about Dak. A lot of the same can be said for Tua, yep. except except for those interceptions. Yeah, twenty-two to thirteen on this season. Twenty-two touchdowns to thirteen picks. Uh, you love his numbers. He's the top one of the top leading passers in over three thousand yards already. Uh, that total is set at forty-nine and a half. Which way are you looking right off the bat? Yeah, Andy, like you said, the Dolphins ranked up first in the NFL in passing yards per yeah. game with two eighty-five point three. Per game, so that you know, mistakes are going to happen when you have that volume of (laughs) throwing, especially when you have playmakers like Tyreek and Jalen Waddle on the outside. You're you're taking shots at all times, and uh, a lot of them are going to hit. Uh, You 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 don't really feel bad. Taking shots with those guys mm-hmm. and throwing interceptions, it, you know, yeah. it, it's it's a boomer bust kind of play with those guys. So I think I'll stay with Miami here. The Dolphins didn't have too much wow. trouble against wow. the Jets in their last outing, posting like we said, 395 yards, yeah. 228 passing, 22 first downs, yeah. and a nice 11 of 16 rate on first down. Uh, like you said, the only glaring mm. issue is the three turnovers. Uh, but but that's the only issue for Miami right now. Miami has won consecutive games after a one and two stretch against some pretty stiff competition. Yeah, good the Commanders are down right now. Uh, they gave up 431 y- yards, just like we talked about, to yeah. the Dallas Cowboys. I-, I just think that Washington's kind of out of it they right packed now. It in. I think they packed it in. I think they're 0 and four last five games. Yes, they uh, are. Yeah, ATS and and th- yeah, they've lost. Five of their last six games, like you said, including three in a row, and they seem to already simply been playing out of the schedule. So I I, I like Miami here. Dump it on them. I do believe that uh, the Redskins, uh, the Commanders, can get that over though. Help Miami with this over. I think it's one of the best plays of the you day. You think they can help over with the under forty nine points because Sam Howell, mm. no matter what. They do air it out. They and do. He's going to get his he's yards. He's the leading passer in the league. No doubt about Quiet, it. Quietly the leading passer of the league. Their, their defense just can't stop anybody. <laughs> the, the Redskins will put some points up to help this Dolphins team to that 49 points. I love the over here, Andy. I'm looking at 49 and a half kind of a, across many of yep. the different books uh, here that I'm just kind of skimming through. And this has actually been bet up. Yeah, no I, doubt. I think this opened up at around a 48. So it yep. hasn't moved a lot, but you can see everyone kind of has the same train of thought of you. <clears throat> I thought you might... Take a take a stance where those interceptions for really both teams yeah. could keep you under. You know, because you can't your offense can't score the ball if it's turning it over. Yeah, I I, I, I get where you're coming from, Andy. But I had the Dolphins uh, defense in fantasy this past week, and they even scored points. So no matter what, if they're throwing interceptions, they can still okay. take it back for touchdowns. No, I I think this this over 49 points is is a monster lock okay. of the week for both of these teams that can put up some yards. Which turn two points. We got the Finns on the road for yes. one of those cross games where it's an AFC team versus an NFC team. Yeah. Warm weather going to cold weather. No matter. We like the road warrior favorites here in a big one at yeah, nine and a half. That's what it is. That's what it is. Same time, same kickoff over <clears throat> on CBS. We yeah. got the Denver Broncos on a five game winning streak. Yeah. Heading on over to Houston to take on the Texans, where the Texans are a three and a half point favorite. You know, we. 
We poked a lot of fun at Denver yeah. at the beginning of the year. Always, a lot of people everybody did. Everybody was, yeah. You know, and Sean Payton was following up with goofy play calls and everything else. So, you know, there's a lot of ammo there to to do that. But let's give credit where credit's due. No doubt. Just mentioned it. A five-game winning streak coming off a shellacking of Cleveland. Yeah, I get it's Cleveland, but they still took care of business mm-hmm. in a 29-12 to point win. Um, but... Let's face it, Shroud has been the story. C.J. Yeah. Stroud, has he's got Rookie of the Year locked up, doesn't he? He's got For it. the Houston Texans. I believe so. He's one of the leading passers in the league, 3,266 <laughs> yards. He also has a very nice ratio of 19 touchdowns to only five interceptions. Crazy for a rookie. And what's really impressive, he also is getting vertical with these routes. No it's not just little dump-offs. He is uh, in second right now with 8.4 yards per pass. Yeah. Only trails Brock Purdy in um, yardage per pass completion. Exactly. So that's just, exactly. And, with, and he's a rookie. And with minimal superstars with him, yeah. uh, obviously these, these receivers and tight ends are – uh, you know, shining with him, but yep. it's nowhere near what the 49ers have with Chris McCaffrey, Debo, exactly. Brandon Ayuk, and George Kittle. So, yep. no, like you said, the Houston Texans are playing well. C.J. Stroud appears to be a superstar. Not only is he going to get Rookie of the Year, he mm-hmm. is up for the MVP right now. He is in the top. <laughs> He's got the numbers. So I can see why they're favored at home. However, the Texans are still a young team here, Andy, that have issues finishing games. Mm-hmm. The Texans awful. Also spotty at times defensively, and their running game still struggles. The Broncos are piling up the wins out of nowhere. While it feels like nobody believes in them, five straight wins. Uh, I I got the Broncos here. I think they're going to have their chance to win this game outright. Plus three and a half is free money. This is my lock of the week. Denver Broncos plus three and a half. I love it. I love it. Broncos country. Let's, Let's ride. ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. Let's ride. <laughs> Let's cook. Uh, not only are they winning, we just mentioned uh, five straight. They're also covering four yeah. of the last five the Denver Broncos have covered. And they're getting a conducive line here. I know it's on the road, but yeah. a lot of things you can point to in Houston. There's some holes in the armor, Big right? Holes. Some chinks Big holes. in the armor, as they like to say. Uh, my Carolina Panthers only have one win on the year, and guess who it's against? Texans? Houston Texans. There we go. So uh, there's some big holes there. All righty, you just heard the horn. That means we're up against it, but we got a player prop to get yeah. to, don't we? I got a Thursday night player prop, Seahawks, <laughs> Cowboys. I got C.D. Lamb over seven, uh, six and a half catches. He has to have seven. D.K. Metcalf over 59 and a half yards. Mm-hmm. And Dak over one and a half t- passing touchdowns. Put that all together, $25 to win 75 Okay, okay. What was that middle leg there? It's C.D. Lamb over six and a half catches. D.K. Metcalf over 59 and a half yards. Okay. And Dak Prescott over one and a half touchdowns, passing touchdowns. 25 to win 75. And Medcalf's still liable to do that one catch. No doubt. He, he really no could. Doubt. So you got to feel pretty good about that three leg They're gonna parlay get from the park. It's going to hit. It's going to hit. Lay pounder. <laughs> <laughs> got to love that. Got to love it. Well, let's take a quick minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that is the Nebraska Brewing Company. We've been enjoying a brew. From their core series by the name Nebraska Pills, crafted with a blend of Sterling and Liberty Hops, giving this Pilsner a most enjoyable flavor. Do you also know since it's on their core series, you can get this in a keg? Yeah. The little kegs, the pony kegs, the, the pony big kegs, kegs. You can get it all. The pony keg for the you know, for the party, the tailgate, that is go. where it's at. Love there you it. Go. Just just swing into the tap room there on 108 there in La Vista, fill up your keg. With Nebraska Pills. Nebraska Brewing Company, world class in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL. That stands for Where's the Line? Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host. And D class and joined by Jabron. Oh, 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 the parlay pounder. You got it. <laughs> and uh, we're going to talk a little bit about a parlay that hit in Lincoln. Yeah. At the end here, we've got to congratulate a young man for uh, cashing in on a big one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But first things first, we got to talk about some championship level football. Out of college. Yeah, no doubt about it. We got championship week. It's ready to go. All the season boils down to this. So it's going to be 
a great weekend of football here. So much, so much is really up in the air. So much chaos could happen. And I, I love listening to all these talk shows talking about. Well, if Texas loses, and then then you then you got yeah. Oregon winning. Blah, blah, yeah, blah, blah, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like well, don't even do that. Let's enjoy this. See how the games go. <laughs> then we can fit the four in where we need them. <laughs> right, so yeah, right. no, I agree. It's it's fun to hear everybody talk about that. But yeah. uh, really, just watch the games, see who's the championship. Yeah. Uh, you know, the champion out of their conferences, and then we'll put them into that four. And it's starting on Friday night. Yes, it so is. So here we go. The Best pa- game of the week on Friday night, I believe. I, I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And it's going to be in glitzy Las Vegas, yeah. televised on ABC, 7 o'clock kickoff. Once again, Friday night, that is Oregon taking on the Washington Huskies in a little bit of a rematch yep. here. But, oh, my gosh, how things have really kind of parted and gone in separate ways. <laughs> yeah. Washington, I'm looking at a 10-point dog now to a team that they've already beaten. Yeah. What is going on? It's just crazy. I mean, the Ducks have played, you know, quite well since the loss to Washington <laughs> yeah. back in October, posting 31 or more points in every installment of this current six-game yeah. winning streak. Yep. In that loss to the Huskies, Oregon still posted 541 yards, Andy. <laughs> Only Zero lost crazy. by three. Only Zero lost turnovers, by three. Uh, 10 for 16. Washington just played a very, very, very good game against them. I think the general consensus across the board is yeah. is that Oregon has been the much better team since that lone defeat, and they've got yeah. plenty of motivation to get some revenge on Friday night. And that was back in mid-October, October 14th. And since that yeah. time, yeah, they've ripped off wins, blowouts against Utah, yeah. USC, Oregon State. Last week, I thought that was going to be a much closer game. Me too. I thought Oregon could cover. I wasn't going to be surprised if they covered. But, mm-hmm. man, 31-7. to and they yeah, just yeah. and Oregon State's good. They, no. That was a good team that they just handled yeah. in a rivalry the, game. The Ducks are ready to go. And as for Washington, they have double digit. Uh, they haven't had a double digit victory since way back on September 23rd. Yep. The last two Husky victories have come by a combined five points, Andy. Yeah. So uh, you know if they're going to get a W in this one, it's likely going to be close. I like Washington to pull out all the steps in this competitive game, mm-hmm. but I think an eventual Oregon cover is the way that this is going to boil down to it. I. I yeah. I really think Bo Nix has the he has the competitive edge. He's got the revenge on side. He's got the uh, Heisman on the line on this yep. one. I really yep. think it's all Oregon, all Oregon Ducks on Friday night. Bo Nix is also 38 years old in his eighth year of college <laughs> exactly. football. So, but in all reality, he has uh, 3,900 passing yards. <sighs> and last time we talked about Oregon, I talked about the three-headed monster. Bo Nix at quarterback, yep. uh, Bucky Irving at running back. Yep. Already has over a thousand yards, and then you have a thousand-yard receiver in Troy Franklin. I just think that's going to be too much to handle in all three levels for Washington. Exactly, and l- like you're talking about that running game. Oregon also posted 204 rushing yards yeah. in that game that they lost against Washington. Yeah. Look for a lot more of that. I know the spotlight's going to be on Franklin and Bo Nix, but that rushing game is going to be a huge part to why yeah. the Ducks probably run away with this one. And we'll probably touch on that after the games on next week's episode. And no we're, we're going to highlight that for you, too. But as you mentioned, highlight uh, the Heisman's on the line here. The Heisman is Penix, on the line. Penix, Penix Jr., Bo Nix. Yep. Penix Jr. is uh, also over the over this past week and moved into third position on the Heisman race uh, behind Jaden Daniels. So uh, Bo Nix is the overall huge favorite just because this is the game that decides it all probably. All right, should we move on to a Saturday game Let's here? Let's do it. We're going to Jerry World Ooh, to see um, yeah, the Oklahoma State Cowboys taking on the Texas Longhorns. And this line is crazy. I think yeah. it opened up on it opened up at about 11, 11 and a half, and it has been skyrocketing up. All the money's going in on Texas. Texas all the way up to a 15 and a half point favorite. And, and a, a lot of the, the beat writers and, and shows that I watch are all like, doesn't matter. Keep pouring it on Texas. Yeah. Like, you, these are betting professionals saying, no, I can't get enough Texas at 14, 14 plus. I know, Andy. And, and a lot of me is pulling me into that saying, back the back the <laughs> Cowboys at plus, you know, plus over two touchdowns, yeah. Andy. But uh, the Longhorns need another win, and it has yeah. to be in convincing fashion yeah. to get a crack at this college football playoff. Yep. So that is why this is climbing so fast, because yep. Texas is not going to take their foot off the pedal at all at yeah. no time in this game they the can. The vanity points matter here. The vanity points matter. They are going to try and put 60 points on this Cowboys team. They and, can, too. And I, I, I really think it can happen. Uh, and this is the Big 12 championship. Texas really wants to go out with a, with a stamp that this is— 
our conference. This yep. is what we do. This is why we're leaving. You guys can't touch us. All this kind of stuff. So <laughs> I like the Longhorns. Give me all the points that you need. Uh, they're going to cover. We're going to try and sink this ship and take your trophy, too. Exactly. Uh, and for me, Oklahoma State, those two back-to-back losses, I know it was all the way back in September, but yep. to South Alabama and then Iowa State. And South Alabama took care of business. 33-7. Yep. to I get it. Every team slips. But come on. The non-conference, you're going to lose a game like that in that type of way? Uh, and then they just lost recently to UCF, uh, Central Florida, and that was an embarrassing loss as well. Yeah, forty-five to three. Yeah, no, I, they only have three losses, but those three losses I just highlighted, those yeah. are bad. No, those it, are bad. Like you said, Andy, and the Cowboys have been one of the best turnaround stories in college football. Obviously, losing yeah. those disrespectful games and then making it all the way to the conference championship. But the Longhorns have a lot more on the line here. Yeah, I believe the Cowboys are just happy to be here, happy to get in the conference finals. Sure, Longhorns are looking at something different. They are looking to propel themselves into this college football yeah. playoff if Florida State can, you know, kind of lay an egg. So I, I I like the Longhorns. I like them by a lot of points here. So, I mean, if the, the total's all the way up to 54 and a half, if you're thinking Texas could over. score 60 or something. Over, <laughs> over, 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 over. And that's, give, give me that's over all happening. the way up to 60, easily. <laughs> like I said, uh, Texas is going to try and win this game by 45 points. And the the total is actually holding a little bit more steady than the point spread. Uh, yeah, no that doubt. opened up at about fifty two and a half, and it's only moved up to fifty four and a half. So, uh, yeah, if you're thinking sixty, get in on it now. I, I really do, Andy. And it's not going to be one of these games where they you know get up by thirty on yeah. o- uh, Oklahoma State and then just kind of go back. No, they yeah. are going. It's going to be a minute left in the fourth quarter, and these guys are going to be throwing. Freaking hail marys, even if they're up by three scores. So, yeah. uh, give me it all. Give me Texas. Hook them horns. Hook them horns. Hook them. All right. I guess no horns down this time around. Mm-mm. All right. Should we look at the three o'clock kickoff over on CBS? Let's do it. This is a game that's going to have all the eyeballs yeah. on it. Number one, Georgia Bulldogs taking on the Alabama Crimson Tide. Crimson Tide's eleven and one. Yeah. Only lost to Texas real early in the season. I think it was their second game yep. after Tinker. Middle Tennessee or something yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but now this is going to be at the Mercedes-Benz Stadium there. Uh, and now I'm seeing Bama a six-point dog. Yeah. Last time I looked, it was a five-and-a-half. This is kind of giving you an idea of where it's going. And it opened a lot closer than that. So yeah. uh, I, I don't know. It's just odd to see Bama a touchdown dog. Yeah, I'm seeing a lot of uh, books actually moving to seven or six-and-a-half wow. dogs wow. for the Alabama Crimson Tide. Uh, one thing I'm just going to come out and say is Alabama – Hasn't lost an SEC championship since 2008 and has won seven of its last eight meetings against Georgia. Yeah. That's all I have to say on this one. Give me those points. Give me Alabama to cover this. I think it's going to be a very good game, but I like Saban in an SEC championship easily. I mean, I'm going over to ESPN.com right now, and they got a little matchup predictor and all this yep. other stuff. All these metrics that they use to fuel um, ESPN bet. No doubt. Uh, has this basically a toss-up. It is. 52% to, to 48%. And I'm thinking if it's a toss-up, that means the line should be at like two and a half It should be less. under three points is what it should right, be. Right, right. So the, the, the fact that Alabama's catching six points like that. Yeah. You got to feel good about this. You do. I, this is going to come down to a field goal, Andy, and that's just the way it is. I believe Alabama's going to have a chance to win this game. So if you're on the Crimson Tide, you get that plus 180 money line. Yeah. Uh, I, I just believe that Alabama's going to bring the energy here. Their mm-hmm. defense is stellar. Uh, Georgia hasn't faced anything like it. So I really like Alabama in this game, especially if I'm getting five points, maybe, maybe seven yeah. by the time this kicks off. You know, and, and everyone gives Georgia a bad time because um, it kind of feels like they put everything into cruise control yeah. and uh, they haven't been tested. Well, they've been just handling their conference. Yeah, no doubt about I mean, it. and it, that was supposed to be a rivalry game against Georgia Tech, and, and Georgia Tech gave them all they could handle, but Georgia was just in control. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they only beat them 31-23. to 23. I mean, I think a lot of Husker fans would like to only beat a team. Oh, no doubt. <laughs> By that margin. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that Georgia's a bad team because obviously they're not. They're not at one all. of the best teams in the nation. However, Georgia is also only five <laughs> of seven against the spread yeah. of, uh, on the season, and that includes four of six against the spread record in its last 10, yeah. only covering four of the last si- uh, 10 games. So I, I really don't believe, and you know, there's a lot of inflated spreads there, but nothing's as tough yeah. as doing 
uh, you know, given Alabama points in the SEC championship game. What about this total? 54 and a half. We've seen a lot of uh, uh, high-scoring games between these two teams the past couple of years. Yeah, Andy, I, I, I want to, you know, tread lightly on this one and maybe think about the under just mm. because I think Alabama mm. is going to have to keep this a kind of a low-scoring affair to have a chance to win this game. So I, I wow. if I had to do anything, it would be the under, uh, you know, I'm thinking a 21-24 kind of game, so I, I I really like I really like the under here. Okay, well you know usually you're the over guy, not the under guy. I'm just looking at these two offenses. I'm thinking no way. Yeah, I'm taking the over. The do it. I'm taking do the it. over. I'm gonna do it. Like I said, treading lightly <laughs> on that one. <laughs> now, I think we're up against it here. Yeah, but we noticed something over the Twitter sphere that happened Sunday night. A casual happy guy that uh, swung into the War Horse Casino in Lincoln, Nebraska. Yeah. Placed a little bit of a parlay, and of course the parlay pounder caught it. Yeah. What actually went down here? So anyways, this guy in Lincoln turned in a $113 sports wager into $34,000. He had a 14-team parlay, which is one of the, you know— 14 team 14 parlay. Team you know, par- we're we're trying to do three teams every every week here, Andy, and wow. you know, we can hit it sometimes, but this is 14 teams, <laughs> which uh, you know, that's a very lucky bet obviously, and you know, everything rounded out the night with the the assumed Chiefs uh Sunday night game against the Raiders, and he had to be sweating pretty hard yes, with that was. one with the Raiders going up 14-0. <laughs> obviously, the Chiefs came back and covered that game for him, but congrats to that big winner out there turning $113 into $34,156. On just a casual 14-leg parlay bet. Casual That's all there is to it. Casual 14-fold. Take a minute to recognize we're our fabulous <laughs> partners. That is the Stock and Rod Company, an outdoor lifestyle brand for those seeking adventure. Whether it's hunting, fishing, hiking, they got you covered. Visit stockandrod.com to get your wild game on. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. And welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Klassen, joined by Jabron, (laughs) the parlay pounder. You got it, you got it. (laughs) And we're going to be a little bit all over the place here. Uh, We got to talk a little bit of NCAA basketball, tis the season. Yeah. And we got a pretty fun little rivalry game, would you call it? In-state. In-state game. Uh, it's been one-sided, you know, for a lot of the way. But yeah. Nebraska's 7-0. and And they are hosting the 5-1 and Creighton Blue Jays, who are currently ranked 15th in the nation. That's going to be yeah. on FS1, nationally televised <laughs> audience, at 3 o'clock on Sunday. Yeah, Andy, and this is going to be a lot of fun here in Lincoln. I've already yeah. seen ticket prices going through the roof on this yep. one. It's not going to be a cheap ticket to get just because everybody is all in on Nebraska Cornhuskers basketball yep. right now. 7-0 and for the first time since 1993, I believe. Yep. Um, and, and Creighton really— uh, 19- 1993. No, I believe wow. 1993. And Creighton coming off a huge loss, a huge letdown loss against Colorado State, yeah. losing by over 20 points uh, yeah. uh, against the Rams there in Colorado. Yeah, and the Rams, uh, a lot of people are saying they're probably the best, um, um, you know, next level, not power five group, you know, uh, team in the nation. Are they amongst one of the best? But you still, you were supposed to win that game. For sure. And and the game before that, uh, Texas Southern, they had a record 43 three-point shot attempts. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, a couple of the other games that I've watched of Creighton, I I just thought to myself, man, this is is a lot of fun. This looks like Creighton of old. Yeah. They are letting it fly, just like their hashtag says. Yeah. But you're when you're so reliant on that three ball and players aren't hitting shots, it's really difficult. Whether it's Colorado State or whoever, I think. Yeah. I think Creighton's kind of in one of those spots where, man, it's a lot of fun, but man, you're really hoping the shots are falling for at least somebody. Yeah, for sure. And I just think that on the big red side, you kind of got to take a step back here. 
the Nebraska Cornhuskers have not played an up tier <laughs> opponent yet. Right. Their probably best uh, you know outing of the year was when they went to Sioux Falls and played Oregon State at that neutral site, yep. beating them by 21 points. Uh, we got the transfer in in mass, that the Dutch impressive. player. Yep. He's averaging 15 and 10, uh, 6'10 forward slash center. Uh, he's going to have his hands full with Ryan Cockbrenner out of Creighton Jays. That is the yep. matchup of the day. But you can't forget uh, Mr. Baylor Shireman, Nebraska native. Yep. He has this one circled. He is averaging <laughs> 18 points a game this year, yep. and like you said, yep. he is letting it fly. And you can yeah. you can about imagine that Greg McDermott has had this checked off on his uh, calendar since last year when the Big Red upset him last year in Omaha. Yeah, you make a couple of really good points there. Of course, good shout out to the Aurora, Nebraska mm-hmm. native Baylor Shireman, uh, leading him in scoring 18 a game. Yeah, uh, but I am interested in watching Mast versus. Kalkbrenner, yeah. the two the two big centers are going to be squaring off, and Mast, I, I I didn't know what to expect out of the guy, For but sure. he's, he's giving you a double double out yeah. of the first seven games. You gotta love that. You gotta love that. Andy. And if he can neutralize Kalkbrenner, I think the Big Red has a chance, the, like a really good chance, no doubt about it, Andy. That's a that's the way to victory for Nebraska. Keep Kalkbrenner out of the paint, and you know what I'm going to say: Casey Tominaga has to be hitting <laughs> shots from the outside. Tommy bombs. You got to have Tominaga bombs and and Lincoln. This weekend, if you want the Big Red to have a chance, I do believe the Creighton Blue Jays do pull away in this one. But Nebraska always has that outside chance with Casey firing from three. See where that uh, point spread goes, but it might be worthwhile to take Nebraska at least covering at home in this type of a game. No doubt. Uh, It's going to be a lot of Big Red and Creighton over the weekend. we got to give a little shout-out to the volleyball teams here. Nebraska is still the number 1 overall seed, so they're going to be hosting the first two rounds. They're going to be squaring off with Long Island to kick things off at the Devaney. And Creighton, a number 3 seed in, in their division there, they're going to be hosting Colgate. They are hosting the first round uh, at their um, their arena there at Sokol. Sokol. Yep. And then UNO. All wow. three Nebraska Division One teams yep. won their conference. UNO is going to be heading down to Lawrence, Kansas to take on the Jayhawks. So congratulations to all those ladies. And you know the whole hashtag, we're a volleyball state. We really are. We really are, yeah. Uh, usually when we're talking about this, you know, all three teams making it, it's the it's the baseball tournament. But take a yeah. backseat, baseball. We are a volleyball state now. <laughs> we got the best team in, this, in, uh, yeah. in the nation. Uh, and, you know, Creighton's not far behind winning the Big East Championship. So pretty awesome yeah. to have two stellar teams and then UNO, uh, you yeah. know, trying to, uh, you know, knock off a Big 12 opponent as well. So it's going to be a lot of fun this weekend. And it's right down the road, down in Lawrence. So no if doubt you got about some it. UNO ties, get on over there Let's watching do it. stellar volleyball. Go Mavs. I-, I like it. And Creighton won the Big East, as you mentioned. They have owned the Big East. Since they have they, owned since the Big East. <laughs> they've moved on there. All righty, should we do a little uh, left turn here and talk some college football? We have to. Championship week still. Okay, would this be the ACC? We're talking there Louisville. Is. Louisville. Louisville Cardinals, 10-2. Yeah. Currently ranked 15th in the nation, yep. taking on Florida State Seminoles, who are 12-0. and And, oh, by the way, they're ranked 4th. They are in that playoff right now. Yeah. But they are only a 2.5-point favorite over the Cardinals. I think everybody across the nation, they're going to be tuned into this game. If for no other reason, is Florida State going to trip? Are they going to lose this game? They're only a slim favorite. Yeah, Andy, the whole thing about this is the narrative out there is Florida State lost their quarterback, lost their big-time you know, big yep. playmaker yep. Yep. and everything, but yep. they still have not lost. So is is the committee, even if they win this game, going to hold them out of the college football playoff just because they don't have that superstar player? Yeah. I don't believe that they can hold them out if they go undefeated. The tricky side of this is Louisville has the defense to win this game. I believe the loss to Kentucky mm. has a little bit, you know, looking had them looking ahead a little bit. Florida yeah. State is shaky at best offensively right now with the loss of Jordan Travis, like we yes. just said. Yes. Uh, with all that said, I have to lean towards. F- uh, Florida State and with the small chalk. You know, Florida State is still elite defense, has an okay running game where it can grind out a game similar to its effort against Florida. Hmm. Um, it, it won't be pretty come down to the wire, but I think the Knolls cap it off with an undefeated season and go to the college football playoff. I believe that is what's going to happen. I'm surprised that there hasn't, uh, uh, when this. This spread opened up at nine and a half. Yeah, no doubt. Nine and a half point favorite, and it's been bet all the way down to less than a field goal. I think that's a huge overreaction. That public money huge. came in 
for all those reasons you talked about, that quarterback's out, the committee doesn't want him in, all these other things. Uh, but let's just get back to football. Yep. Florida State should win this game by a field goal or more. By all, more, Andy. Every point predictor that I've looked at that, and all the totals and stats and everything says uh, they're probably going to win by eight or nine points. To, to, to In my mind, Andy, the Alabama and Georgia game in this game should have flopped the lines because mm. that Alabama game should be a two and a half point game. This yeah. one should be about five and a half towards Florida State just because of yeah. the stature alone. Like I said, Florida State has so much on the line here. Even with their quarterback out, I believe they get it done against this Louisville team. I do believe it's a good game. Yeah. I do believe well, it's a good game. Yeah, they're a good team. But Florida State is going to win this and go to the college football playoff. What about this total? 47 and a half. It's been bet up. Yeah. Up to 47 and a half. Back up. Kind of kind of weird to me, Andy, that this is going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Because I, I would like it at 45 is where I would like it to, mm-hmm. to feel good about an over. I believe it's going to get higher as the weekend goes. So yeah. I believe it's going to stick around 48, 48 and a half. But I... Uh, I, I I can't touch it. I have. I would go with the under. I would go with really? the under just because I don't believe either of these two teams really are going to score the ball here. Defensive showdown. Uh, you know, I I believe this is going to be a touchdown game. Yeah, little low scoring affair. You know, when you're a little bit of an underdog like Louisville is, let's be honest. Uh, how do you do that? You do have defense, ball yep. control, trying to keep it away from their no offense. Doubt. Uh, and Florida State without their quarterback, maybe they're kind of thinking the same thing. Let's Gotta not be. get too wild. Let, let's uh, take care of the ball on offense and grind out a victory here. So that would lead to an under. I believe that is the way to go. Let's move on to the Big Ten. Talking about unders. <laughs> talking about unders. We're talking Iowa. Uh, but, hey, they're there. It's another 7 o'clock kickoff on Fox, the Michigan Wolverines. Oh, they're just a 22-point favorite yep. in a conference championship game. Yep, that's all it is, Andy. And I, I do have to give a shout-out. As hard as it is to me, Andy, Iowa won me a bunch of money last weekend. Won Joe me Hawks. all Hawkeyes. of the money. I knew that the Huskers were going to choke. Mm-hmm. We all were talking about it. We had yeah. so many chances to beat these guys, yep. so many chances to spoil it. Yep. Uh, just couldn't do it. No Quarterback play, no. Uh, turnovers, all that kind of stuff. We knew that they couldn't score on our defense except yep. for what they did. Um, but, yeah, you when you got a conference championship game, when the over-under for a team is a half point, in the first in half, the first half, yeah, it's a half point. That's Iowa's over total. Under, yeah, over a half point. Um, <laughs> Michigan's going to route them. Michigan's going to route them. They're going to yeah. cover it. Uh, That's what everyone it, just like the Texas game. We're talking about fifteen and a half point favorite over Oklahoma State. Yeah, and everyone's saying no, it doesn't matter. This number can't get wide enough. Everyone's saying the same thing here. Where Michigan's like. We're we're on a uh, course here. We're on a course. Yeah, and, and and we can't leave any doubt in anyone's mind. No doubt in nobody's um, mind. They're playing for Harbaugh, yep. all that kind of stuff. Yep. They got all— Michigan versus the world. They do. They got it all behind them, and that is the sign of a championship team right there, I believe, because you need that, you need that extra edge to go that extra mile. I believe that Oregon and Michigan both have that yep. and are going to show up big this weekend. So Michigan by a million, You're, they're going to cover this. Spread. It's so odd that we're we're really leaning towards a couple three big time favorites here in Oregon, yep, Texas, and Michigan. No doubt, in what should be competitive championship games. Yeah, but nah, it doesn't maybe seem not. like it. Not, it really doesn't really. seem like it. Iowa's not going to be able to put up the points like we said, Andy. Yeah. And we've we've seen this game. We yeah. saw Michigan versus Nebraska. We've already uh, seen this game. There. It's the uh, exact same game yeah. in my mind. Pretty good defense for a West team. Yeah, not. Michigan isn't trembling at all at this defense. You heard the horn, so we're up against it. But real quick, uh, this is kind of a weird space, but it's where Iowa's been the entire season. Yeah. You have a total set at 35 points, but you got a point spread at 22, <laughs> 23. How can both of these things be on the same page? Yeah, Andy. Uh, <laughs> but somehow it happens. Yeah, somehow it happens. I, I believe the over does hit. I, be- <laughs> I believe Michigan is going to yeah. pour it on them. Uh, yeah, that. <sighs> It's just Iowa's not going to put any points up. They're, yeah. they're not going to score. I, I I believe that they're going to be under seven points at yeah. the end of this game. You're looking at 40, 42 to, to six. three yeah. to six, yep. something like that. So uh, right. I, I I do like the over, but it's it's all Wolverines all weekend long. Go blue. Go, Go blue. big blue. All right. Well, let's take a minute to recognize one of our fabulous partners, and that's the Nebraska Brewing Company. World class. 
in every glass. Don't go anywhere. This is WTL. Welcome back, everybody, to WTL, Where's the Line, Nebraska's first and only sports betting show. I'm your host, Andy Class, and joined by... Jabron. (laughs) Jabron, the parlay pounder. You got it. We're back with some NFL action here, baby. We always got to finish strong, and we always got to finish with the final three NFL games. The prime times. Mm, This is a prime time of prime time games here. I'm talking about the 325 kickoff Fox... San Francisco 49ers, Philadelphia Eagles, where the Eagles are a home dog. A home dog. Three-point dog. You got that total being bet down to 47.5. So much going on here. I think a lot of people were surprised when this line opened up at San Francisco at a plus 2.5. Yeah. Now they're a minus 3. Yeah, Andy. And I think it's just... What people are thinking on this, what sports bettors are thinking on this, is San Francisco has something to prove from last year's NFC Championship game, mm-hmm. where their quarter, their top two quarterbacks went down. They had Chris McCaffrey playing quarterback at yeah, the end of the game, that was weird. And, and the Eagles yeah. just kind of took it took it over on them. So I think yeah. what a lot of people are thinking is that San Francisco has to come in here, show them their grit, show yeah. them that it's going to be a different kind of way this year. Yeah. This is probably a preview of the NFC Championship this yeah. year. Uh, who? One of these teams is going to be in the Super Bowl, I believe, Andy. Looks that way to me. So, um, I, I believe with the plus three points towards Philadelphia's way, I have to stay with the Eagles. Yeah. I, th- I think it's just the smarter play. Philly does need to, you know, some something of a bounce back uh, effort after a razor thin victory over Buffalo. Uh, you, you, you can make a case either way. The Eagles coughed up 505 yards to the Bills uh, well, in, in Mr. Josh Allen. Bills do that. They'll, yeah, they'll, they do. They'll put some yards on you. They'll do some scoring, but they'll also turn it off and figure out a way to lose, and that's exactly what Buffalo did. Exactly. We called it, that one pretty good last week. Exactly. And the offense was just as you know just good enough with 378 yards for the Eagles. That's four straight games the Eagles yeah. have won by seven or fewer points. Granted, most of were against very, very good competition. Yeah. That's what happens when you're a good team in the NFL, you play good teams yep. week in, week out, especially when you get to this uh, yep. stage in in the schedule. Yeah, it's all that that whole parody thing. If you go to the Super Bowl, you're going to have one of the top two, you, <laughs> no you know, on about paper, uh, toughest schedules. Uh, and with that run, Philadelphia has covered four out of the last five games with yeah. that one outlier being a push. Yeah, with a push. So, uh, so, so there, there you go. Philadelphia's been covering, even though it's been against that top competition. The same can't be said for San Francisco. No. They've only covered two out of the last six games. Yeah, Niners are kind of this team that, you know, either they beat you by a million or that, you know, it's they they don't really know when to let up and, you know, push the pedal down. Right. Uh, They held the Seahawks to just 220 yards, 132 yards passing and 14 first downs in their last outing. San Francisco has been scoring great over the last three games uh, winning streak with 27 or more points in each matchup. I could see the 49ers giving Philly some issues here, but ultimately I like the Eagles at home. It's going to be a fun one. Regardless, yeah. Andy, this is going to be this is a game of the year for the NFL. Everybody's going to be watching yep. this one. It's going to be awesome. Now that total is being currently bet back down. For sure. It's at forty-seven and a half right now is what I am looking at. The last five times these two teams have squared off, the under has hit. Yeah, Andy, this is two of the best defenses in the league, mm-hmm. uh, and two of the best running teams in the league. So the, the, these games yeah. kind of fly with these two teams just because of the running game is so well. Yeah. You, you know you know everything about the tush push, you know, getting those first downs and just, you know, churning <laughs> yeah. it out and that keeping that clock running. Yep. On the other side, you probably got the best player in NFL football that's not a quarterback in CMC that really churns up yards. And yeah. then don't forget about Debo Samuel coming out of the backfield as well. Yeah. So uh, really like this game. Can't wait to see it, but I would be on the under if – I have to lean one way. Two of the top four rushers in the league are going to be featured as tailbacks in this game. Christian McCaffrey, 939 yards leading the league. Right there in the four hole, though, is DeAndre Swift at 770 yards. And also take into account, you mentioned Debo Samuel. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, the tush push. And Jalen Hurts, yep. Yeah, Jalen Hurts, he's a fantastic running quarterback, and he only does it when he has to or yep. when it makes sense and he takes care of himself. Only when there's six points on the line, it seems like he does it. But, yeah, no, <laughs> he's very out. good. One thing I wanted to add about DeAndre Swift is he is questionable. I just saw it pop up. So make sure you check his status mm. before laying the money on the line with the Eagles. Make sure you see that status because, like you said, one of the best in the biz if he's on the field. All righty, let's move on to Sunday night. Ooh. NBC. Let's go. Kansas City on the road to Green Bay, a place that you were just at, the right? Packers. I'm repping the Amon Green. They put a great taste in my mouth beating those Chargers. I loved it. One of the best <laughs> atmospheres in all of football. Lambo. Maybe only second to one place that I'm thinking of. And it's huh? the team they're playing right now. Oh, yes, Arrowhead. So far, <laughs> that, that is a fun stadium to go to. But Lambo, the frozen tundra. Yep. And Green Bay's catching six points. They're a six-point dog at yeah. home. But come on, it's the Chiefs. It's the Chiefs, the Super Bowl champions. I'm leaning towards the Chiefs here. I know how mm. important this game is for Green Bay not to lose any more ground in the NFC North race. But the Chiefs' defense is superior unit here. Yeah. I just think I, yeah. I just I just can't trust Jordan Love. It, it, I was going to ask you about it. Him. Be, he, he's 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 making progression as a starting quarterback in this league, yeah. but uh, against a top tier opponent like the Kansas City Chiefs, we saw it last week. Uh, they can come out firing, get up by a couple scores, yeah. but the Chiefs still can put it in fifth gear yeah. and really, uh, you know, put put it on these, you know, you know, kind of minimal mm-hmm. opponents. As I would say, as a middle of the pack kind of guy as are the Green Bay Packers. You know, I was just kind of a casual fan, kind of flipping through the channels there, and I saw that Jacobs touchdown yeah, break. And, sure. You know, Las Vegas goes up 14-0, to and even then I'm like, eh, it's early. It's the it's Raiders. Early. It's it, yeah, the and Chiefs. It's the, it's the Chiefs, and it's the Raiders. And, and the Chiefs, uh, to their credit, the last... I don't know. Ever since Andy Reid's been there, yeah, they've been out to out. They've been able to outplay competition, win the games they're supposed to win, and this is a game they're supposed to win for sure, Andy. And it, this should be a great game, but I do got the Chiefs thirty-one, Packers twenty. So give me Kansas City by six points easily. They win this by a touchdown yeah, easy, yeah. I believe. Uh, Patrick Holmes is going to make the plays, especially turning down this. You know, mm-hmm. last last few games of the regular season, they're going to be in great shape as going into the AFC playoffs. So this has been bet down from 7.5 all the way down to 6. Yeah. That total, though, has stayed pretty firm at 42.5. What do you think of that? I I, I would go... Ah, man, I think it has to go with the, with the over uh-huh. just because I think the Chiefs are, are uh, going to score a lot of points in this one. Yeah. And the Packers, like I said, they can score points. I do believe that the Chiefs make timely stops in this and, and, and give them that cover. But I do believe the Packers can score enough points to help the Chiefs out with this over. Yeah, they probably could. They probably can. And, yeah, you were just there. You know what's going on with that offense. <laughs> yeah. they, can, they can get you they there. Can get they can get a couple they points. They can get a couple points. Like yeah, I said, Chiefs there. 31, Packers 20. I got the total at 51, so I believe it will go over. All righty, so we move on to Monday night Let's football. do it, Monday! Oh, boy, the Cincinnati Bengals not having the season yeah. they're looking for. They're heading down to Everbank Stadium in Jacksonville to take on the Jaguars. Now, the Jaguars are 8-3. and three. Yeah. I think a lot of people expected them to be about 8-3 and three at yeah, this no point and thought this was going to be a primetime type of matchup, but yeah. injuries and everything else caught up to Cincinnati Bengals. They got off to a slow start, and everyone's like, well, yeah, they've been off to a slow start the last three or four yeah, years. Yeah, still yeah. Okay, well, yeah, then you throw a Joe Burrow and um, injury wrist in there. injury on yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, T. Higgins is out. Yep. He's questionable. Um, you know, I, I just if for Cincinnati, it just feels like well, if this guy's injured, I'm injured too. Yeah, it just it's kind of been a weird roller coaster type of season. That leads to this point spread being Jacksonville an eight and a half point favorite. Yeah, Andy. Jacksonville Jaguars are one of the hottest teams in the league, like you just said. Yep. But they've also covered seven of their last eight games, Andy. I like that. The Jags are a cash cow for betters right now, yeah, and yeah. I've been locking them in. Thick number here, but I have a little <laughs> I have little confidence in Jake Browning yeah. in the Bengals. I think he just stares down Jamar Chase and it's it's a very yeah. hard thing to do when yeah. that's all you're trying to do. So give me the Jaguars, double digit victory. 
Jags by a million. Yeah, I don't want to focus too much on it. It's, it's Monday night, but this just isn't the matchup that's really moving the needle it, one way or the other. It really hasn't. And I know that Jacksonville Jaguars have uh, scored first touchdown in seven of their last eight games. I think they start fast here. Probably. And, and the Bengals are never going to be able to recap that. So I, I love a huge game from Trevor Lawrence here, mm-hmm. uh, Calvin Ridley, everybody on the Jacksonville Jaguars offense to get right uh, with this game against the Bengals that are banged up real bad. Yeah, and Jacksonville's uh, their offense is turning it out right now, uh, averaging over 225 yes. yards per game through the air, over 108 yards on the ground. That's great balance in the NFL. It's going to be too much for Cincinnati too that, much. to handle. Too well, much. That total's at 38 real quick. What do you think? Yeah, this is a real low total, Andy, but there's a reason for that. It's because Jake Browning doesn't yeah. look like he's going to be able to get the ball in the yeah. end zone. That being said, 38 is very low. Jacksonville could make a run at this themselves with, uh, you know, 35 points. Yeah. I, I believe it can get to the over. I do believe it can get to the over. Uh, I, I just don't see. I just don't see. Jacksonville not putting up 30 points in this, so it's going to be very hard to keep that under with the Jacksonville Jaguars scoring 30 points. You're going over. You're going going over. over. Give me the over. Uh, Hey, it's Monday night. Why not? Load up. It's Monday night. Get it it back. Yeah. You got a parlay play, don't you? I got a three-team parlay, Andy. I'm starting this out with an over. We talked about in the first segment, Miami Dolphins, Washington Commanders, over 49.5. That's my first leg. Second leg, lock of the week, Denver Broncos, plus 3.5 against the Houston Texans. That is the second piece. Last piece, we just talked about it, Philadelphia Eagles, plus 3 points against the San Francisco 49ers, putting 25 bucks on this, Andy, to receive 164. Ooh! 25 to 164, and it's just a three-teamer. It's, it's not, just a three-teamer. It's not a 14-teamer like like we it, talked about yeah. earlier. I might throw a couple 14-teamers <laughs> in there, but no, this is these are my three best plays that I believe are on the NFL slate. Like I said, over 49.5 for the Dolphins Commanders, plus 3.5 for the Denver Broncos at the Houston Texans, and then plus 3 for the, 40, for the Eagles against the 49ers at home. Gotta love it. Gotta love it. Well, that's going to about do it for us yeah. this week. And, and I want to do a, a nice little shout-out here and congratulate uh, three contestants that, that follow us on Twitter. That is podcast underscore WTL. Yeah. That's really been growing for us, our, our Twitter handle. But we have a fun little cross-promo with the Herd at Sports Bar in La Vista, Nebraska. All you have to do is pick a winner on one of our posts. Yep. And and your name is thrown in the hat. You get drawn for a $25 gift card. All you got to do is show up to the Herd at Sports Bar over there by Cabela's Yep, and, and spend it. It's, it's so, great. They have great food, great drinks, everything over there. And like you said, it's in the middle of everything yeah. over there with Cabela's and all the stores. So it's a very good location for yeah. them. Very good place to eat, watch some games, drink some beers. A lot of fun live shows are done out there. Their morning show that's on uh, Tri-Cities is also out of there Correct. with Ravi Lula. Correct. Um, but Jeremy Odom, Talon Barber, and Tyler Allen were the lucky three that gave us their picks yeah. on Twitter. All you got to do is say, I think Nebraska's going to win, I think Nebraska's going to lose, whatever you say. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. And that, that that makes you eligible for this $25 gift card at no risk whatsoever. Gotta love it. Congrats, guys. So be sure to follow us on Twitter, also ESPN Tri-City Radio, and the Facebook page. And our YouTube channel is growing as well. We also have a little bit going on over on TikTok, right? Yeah, no doubt. Primetime games on TikTok. Uh, I'm leaning each way, so make sure you check into that at WT- WTL Sports. And TikTok, search for us, you'll see our logo. There we go. For Jabron, the parlay pounder, I'm Andy Klassen. Thank you for listening. This has been WTL.